Coming up, a fresh perspective on the subject of anxiety. Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on Aish.com. I'm Heather Dean, and my guest this week was not only part of an Academy Award-winning team, she's also a life coach and three principles practitioner. Hannah Studley is also a member of the United Hatzalah Psychotrauma and Crisis Unit. Hannah has just published her first novel called The Myth of Low Self-Esteem, and it's available for sale on Amazon. And she's joining me today to discuss discuss anxiety, to contact Khanna about mentoring and coaching, to order a copy of her book, or to invite Khanna to speak in your community. Visit hannastudley.com. That's C-H-A-N-A-S-T-U-D-L-E-Y.com. Welcome, Khanna Studley, to At Home in Jerusalem. Thank you for having me. So we'll first establish this caveat that neither of us are psychiatrists. However, you have personal experiences with anxiety and stress, and you are a trained counselor, and you have spent the last 30 years helping others recover from trauma and addictions. Now, according to the Mayo Clinic, it is normal to feel anxious from time to time, especially if your life is stressful. However, excessive and ongoing anxiety and worry that are difficult to control and interfere with your day-to-day activities may be a sign of generalized anxiety disorder. So from your professional experience, what is your understanding of anxiety and where does it come from? So what I've seen by um, working and listening to a lot of people over the years is that their anxiety is usually coming from thoughts in the moment. And in that moment, they're thinking about the past or the future. So they're not actually in the moment. And that's what causes the anxiety. So when you dig a little deeper under that, you see that all human experience is actually coming from our thinking. Everything is made of thought. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, for example, if you give um, three children Mm Play-Doh and this little kid's going to make a little flower, let's say, this kid's going to make a little person and that kid will make some smushy thing which we'll say is very cute. They've got the same raw material, but they're doing different things with it. And anxiety is one of the things you can do with the gift of thought. We can also be creative, we can daydream, we can have hope and joy, we can also have miserable thoughts. And and it's a raw material that we're Mm -hmm. given Mm -hmm. and it's up to us what we do with it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that when I was in my anxious thoughts. I just thought that that's the way the world was Mm -hmm. and that was life. Mm -hmm. And it's a very small look at life. But when I started seeing that I could do other things with this gift of thought, my world started to open up and I'm helping other people do that too. Oh, wow. There are over a dozen symptoms of generalized anxiety, and we're not going to discuss each one, but I would like to get your opinion on a few of the symptoms, including the ability to set aside or let go of worry, which is something you had started to discuss. So what does someone who's struggling with this, how do they cope and hopefully overcome this? So one of the things I've learned to do is become an observer of my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because thought is natural. You you can't actually stop them. In fact, that would be like walking to the middle of the street and trying to stop the traffic. It would cause a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. Thought is natural and it's going to keep flowing. 
And one of the analogies I really like is um, imagine watching a news TV show and along the bottom of the screen is a ticker tape of lots of other information. Mm -hmm. So the newscaster is reading the news, but along the bottom could be baseball results, they could be the weather in Ohio or the Dow Jones, things that I'm not particularly interested in. And then suddenly there might be a message saying like uh, about something about Jerusalem and you think, oh, well, I hope everything's okay. And that catches your attention. Mm. But if I can see that they're all actually made of the same thing and they can flow by and it's up to me what I put my attention on, mm -hmm. then I can start seeing that I don't have to get sucked in. Like as if people are talking in a language that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You only get sucked into the conversation if you understand that language. So once I start seeing that I can be an observer of that, it's, it makes it much easier not to take those kind of thoughts seriously. Okay. And then I can make a, a judgment or decision based on, on, a, on some peaceful thoughts rather than the high anxiety, speeded up thoughts. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about another symptom of generalized anxiety, which is the difficulty of handling uncertainty. So there's a famous saying that there's no such thing as a sure thing. But when the case is that there's uncertainty and it's making someone feel anxious, how can this person manage this condition? So that's when we're projecting into the future. And mm -hmm. none of us know what's going to happen. And I had a mentor many years ago, and she gave me a, a really um, a useful piece of advice. She mm -hmm. said, when your thinking is going off into outer space and you're worrying about the future, she said, look down at your feet. Look and see where your feet are. So right now I'm talking to you and my feet are right here in this room. And that's where my thinking should be. Mm -hmm. And that helps me to have a much clearer thought and a better conversation. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I'm, I'm thinking about something else where my feet aren't, then it's very hard to not get fearful because I have none of us know what's going to happen in the future. So I've learned to always look down and see where my feet are and then try and keep my thinking in the same place. Mm -hmm. So just focus on the present, focus mm -hmm. on what's now, because mm -hmm. that's all there is, yes. is what you're saying. Okay. If someone believes that they might be suffering from any of the forms of anxiety that we discussed or others, so what would it be like if someone contacted you? And also, how may they contact you? What can they expect? So they can contact me through my website, which is hannastudley.com, C-H-A-N-A-S-T-U-D-L-E-Y.com. Um, and I'm available for one-on-one um, -on -one sessions. I live here in Jerusalem. Um, I'm also available on the phone and um, on the internet. We could do um, meetings by Skype and Zoom. And in those sessions, what I really like to do is show people how human experience works. And so once they understand how it's working, mm -hmm. it's so much easier to then see how that applies to the situations they're in, rather than getting stuck in the content of the problem and getting dragged down by that. Mm -hmm. See how it's actually working, and that's where the freedom comes. Very interesting. Okay, thanks so much, Hannah Studley, for discussing some aspects of the far-reaching topic of anxiety. Thank you for having me. And there are many articles about generalized and specific forms of anxiety on H.com. Check them out. And thanks for listening. Thank you.